pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Summit. Crowds are being limited and minimized. I mean, these high school girls and boys uh, basketball players, they're only limited to four tickets for immediate family members only. You've been in the shot, and you know how well, quiet that place can be when empty. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be, you know, an adjustment. Um, and I, I'm sure I'm thinking that the smallest crowds that I played in would probably have to go back to 7th and 8th grade basketball and football. Those were like the least attended events that I did because once I got to high school, uh, it was... I always, you know, well attended, especially Dayton Public Schools. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to fill up Welcome Stadium when I was at Roth and uh, our high school gym at Roth High School. We used to beauty arena for basketball, jam packed. And you know, when we do the Friday night show during the football season, they're covering you know, one of the main things that I always talk about is mo, as in momentum. You know, that momentum that you get from the field. It's it, it it's uh, translated in, in the stands too. You like the fans to be. They help push the team. They are the twelfth man on the football field, the sixth man on the basketball court, the tenth man in baseball. You need that energy, you know, from the crowd. So now that it's not going to be there, and I under, certainly understand why, that has to come from within. You know, I was wondering, are they going to even have cheerleaders? <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, it's going to cut. It always comes from within, anyway. But you have the fans there to validate them what is going on on the court, on the field, to give you that extra oomph. Because I know many a days I was on the court and basketball on the football field, dog tired. But you know, you get them, those fans cheering for you, man. That's that boost of energy. You know, oh gosh, I'm finding energy I didn't know I had possible because you have that support. You know, from without, there are people just in the stands there to support you. So with that being being taken away, I mean, he said there's still at least be four people, and so I guess that's their way of limiting it. So if you have 15 guys on varsity, you know, times four times your coaching staff on both teams, you're limiting the amount of people that's going to be there. It's not like all of a sudden, well, we got 50 guys on the basketball team. No, you don't. <laughs> you only got 12 to 15 guys. So I understand OSHA, yeah, and I'm sure, what's the fans going to, what's the stadium, what the, what are they going to look like? They're going to tell them to spread out because this is a touch disease. <laughs> so yeah. give people their space. So you may have people sitting in every other seat. Yeah, and it's not, and we're talking about from the athlete's perspective too and the immediate family members. But I'm not going to lie. I know for me, um, growing up just in elementary school and middle school, some of my favorite memories growing up was sitting in the student section watching our high school varsity teams go on these big, deep tournament runs. I mean, I'll never forget. I mean, it was the atmosphere of the of the boys' basketball tournament that got me to fall oh, in love yeah. with the sport. So it's the it's just the regular students, too, that are having an opportunity taken from them. My favorite part when I go cover the state tournament is always when you get the – not the schools that are there every year. It's the schools that, oh, this is their very first appearance ever. And look how long those schools have existed, and this is their very first time here. And that's going to happen to some of these schools. It's going to be their very first time ever finally getting to the state tournament. And this is what they're going to remember as an empty. It's just, it's, it's unfortunate. No one's to blame. No one's to blame. It's just it's, unfortunate. It is. I mean, but like, like tonight, uh, at Uterina Anna, mm-hmm. they're playing Stivers. Yep. 
Yeah, you know, Anna brings their whole town. <laughs> you know, By the way, at, big, that, at that basketball game. Them big old Catholic families, you mean to tell me if they make it to state that you got to tell them big old Catholic families you can only pick four of the nine people in your family? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Holy moly. Ohio is a, is a different state because, again, we got a lot of major cities here, but we got a lot of small towns that are, like the town I mentioned, Anna, what about West Milton? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, Spring, yeah, Yellow Springs. If one of their teams was competing for the whole town, would be there. There's a tiny little town called Parkway. That's uh, I'm from Van Wert, so when I lived in Van Wert, Van Wert there yeah. was Ohio City, and then there's Rockford, and Rockford is, I mean, this room is bigger than Rockford, and they're in the regional final now. And so, Van Wert is the big city to walk to, to, yeah. to these other. Oh places? yeah, I come from the big city. You come from the big from city, the big city yeah, of Van compare, Wert. Comparable, yeah. right? So it's so it's amazing, and it's unfortunate. I can't tell you the last time Parkway went to state in basketball. Maybe they never have. I don't even, but. Like I know that community real well, and I'm like, man, that's going to be such a big deal. And none of those people, I mean, of the 20 people in that town, only, what, <laughs> like 10 of them can show up. So it's it's little towns like that. I mean, you have Trotwood, who's been there multiple times, and it's unfortunate for them that the families can't go and support the kids that right. get there. So it's just a very unfortunate situation. But let me ask you, would you rather them just not have it? What's better in this situation? I mean, you're still going to, for the well, state champion, you win it. You'll look back 20 years from now and say, hey, we were state champions in 2020, but we played in front of no, is it still an experience? It's still an experience. You know, um, uh, speaking of Hall of Fame, you know, my Hall of, I'm two-time Hall of Famer this year. My basketball <laughs> team is from 81 and 82, and we're getting inducted to the Ohio uh, Basketball Hall of Fame this summer. Mm-hmm. And... We talked. We we had a, some of like seven, seven of eleven of us got together this past weekend, and we sit, talked about it. You know the games and the season, and we talked about the crowd size. You know that's a part of it. I mean, you're talking about how big you know the fan size. One one of my memories as a youngster, growing up, going down to University of Dayton, reading to watch the home basketball tournaments was altar. Altar would. Take you get right in front of the basket, and they would get yeah, you the arena and go all the way up, student body, and they all be dressed in their brown and gold. <laughs> you know, support. You know, like, how many people go to that school? It seems like everybody from Alter would be there. And so, when you play at Alter, you got to make sure your fan base is there because they're going to be there to support them. And so, it's a it's a battle of fan base, and, and it's good. Clean, hard-nosed, you know, wholesome family-type atmosphere. You cheer hard for your team, and you're taking that away. And I understand why. We're not arguing about the why. We, You know, but, wow, that's going to be different. But being a state champion, if we had to play a state champion under this kind of atmosphere, of course we would have done it. And to go on and win it, it would still be memorable. But it would have an asterisk on the back of my mind. Oh, it was great. We'll never forget it. But how much better it would it have been if there had been people to witness it live? Because when we won it back in 81, oh, we, you, wouldn't, you couldn't tell us we weren't rock stars. Because we thought yeah. the St. John Arena was sold out, and that game was on television. We would have believed everybody in the state was must-see TV, Saturday night, 8 o'clock, Ross versus Wadsworth. Yeah, I know you're watching it. And in my mind, even to this day, everybody was watching it because they didn't have cable TV, was still a new thing, no Internet, no social media. What were you doing on that Friday night, in, I mean, that Saturday night in March of 1981? You were watching the Ralph Falcons play against Wadsworth. You know, that was the deal, you know, the deal. And, you know, those who couldn't come and be a part of the 13,500 people that sold out St. John Arena, hey, the championship game is on TV. So it was on local TV around the state. 
That was big time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was huge. So it was on TV or radio. You'd be riding in your car and listen to the game on the radio. So we'll have that minus the television. <laughs> you know, until the championship game. They don't show semifinal games, do they? I, don't I think, think they, they are this year. They made a deal with the station out of Lima, and I can't remember the they're, name they're of it. They're showing semifinals, they state semis. Gonna, now, I don't know if it's just for some of the local teams up north. You talk about Anna and some of them. Like, they'll they'll be involved in that. I don't know if they'll be, you know, if a station from Lima will cover Trotwood or Centerville if they get that far. Um, but I'll look hmm. into that. We will be But it'll certainly yep, be on radio. <laughs> yeah, it'll be on our... In fact, if any of our local teams do make it, because of the fact that fans are not going to be able to go to the shot to support, or if it's, you know, to, to the shot to support any of our local teams, we are going to be carrying any local team's game here uh, on Wing AM. So make sure you keep that in mind, that yes, it's unfortunate you can't go to the Schottenstein Center to support the local teams, but we will be carrying the game, so you'll be, at least be able to tune in and follow along that way. And I know there's ways you could watch it, everything. I mean, there's many ways, but for those who aren't going to be around a streaming elements, you can tune into the radio and be able um, to support the teams that way. You know, Trotwood's still in it. Thurgood's still in it. Trotwood, Thurgood, Stivers. Stivers, uh Centerville. I know I'm missing. I always miss some, some and, and, and bear with me, but either way. Yeah, well, that's four. Did we just yeah. I think that, that's pretty darn good. And yeah. Centerville's Division One. They're still in it. Trotwood two. and, and Thurgood, Division Two, and Stivers, Division Three. So it's only four divisions, right? Mm-hmm. So we got three out of four covered. <laughs> so I don't think we're forgetting anybody locally. All right, four five seven nine four six four. The phone lines are open. Justin Kenner, college football, uh, college football Hall of Famer Keith Byers, with us here in studio. Of course, we reacted to how he found out that he was uh, being selected for the twenty twenty college football Hall of Fame class. Uh, and now we're reacting to, of course, the what we found out yesterday. Not throw that box away. I'm not open. I'm not throw it away. No, yeah. But four five seven nine four six four. Reaction to yesterday's news. Now that I have more information on it, the OHSA, of course. Uh, I mean, it's not going to be masses of people at the state tournament this week or next week for girls and boys basketball. Uh, The players only get four tickets uh, from what I've read and come across. It is what it is. We haven't even gotten into the college portion yet. Um, Right now, the NCAA First Four Tournament, we're very fortunate to have that in this city. Um, And we still have it in this city, but the fans will not be able to attend. They will not be able to um, go to UD Arena. Is that what you typed in? No spectators allowed at First Four or or Cleveland. And that's unfortunate, again, because the First Four for the city of Dayton, but Cleveland is most likely going to be the landing spot for where the Dayton Flyers open up in the first round of the tournament. We want to talk about the revenue that's going to affect Dayton. Yep. Yep. <laughs> to affect the city, yeah, and that's it's unfortunate. That's, yeah, but South by Southwest got, <laughs> mm-hmm. got canceled, and that brought millions to Austin, Texas. All right, we're gonna go to the phones. Let's go to uh, we got Charles, Mikey, Charlie. Let's start with Charles. Charles, lead us off, man. Thanks for being patient. I always say thanks for being patient. It always backfires. We got Mikey. Mikey, how are you? Hello, guys. What's up, man? Oh, not much. Uh, Keith, before I start, I want to congratulate you on your election. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I mean, you are a real asset. You and your family are a real asset to this community and to WING and to ESPN, and we're very fortunate to have you guys. No, well, I'm honored. Well, uh, we're honored to have you. And uh, I want to I comment, too. Uh, there's an old saying, and I know there's going to be a lot of disappointed people in not being able to go to these sporting events, but there's an old saying, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, it's not worth risking people's health and people getting sick, maybe dying over this thing. And uh, I heard that guy called the other day. The, you called the doctor? Oh, yeah. I mean, he was Mr. WebMD, man. I was like, and Mikey, we don't agree on much, but we're off to a good start on this call. Oh, absolutely. Job. I mean, you know, <laughs> well, here's the thing, too. Uh, 
the, the question I was di just dying for you to ask him is where did he get his medical degree? No, I mean, I said WebMD. No, they actually, that guy that called in, he's a good guy. We just disagreed on that. Yesterday. Oh, That's I disagree all. He, with he's him a good vehemently. Guy, yeah. But anyway, uh, I want to. I know this has been a few days ago, but I want to discuss uh, something that was said by Coach McCaffrey at Indy, uh, Iowa. Oh yeah, about Obi Toppin and uh, Luca Garza. I'm How sure. Obi was inferior to? I mean, uh, uh, Garza was a superior ball player to uh, Obi, and um, you know, all coaches should think that their teams are the best and their players are the best. But it was either you or, or or Mark or one of the callers made the statement that that should have really, if it had to come from anybody, it should have came from the SID at Iowa. Well, yeah, I mean, we hear players, we hear coaches all the time advocate for whether it's their player or their team. I mean, how many times in college football, around the college football playoff time, you hear Nick Saban and, and whether it's Ryan Day and others who really voice their opinion. They try to, you know what I mean? They try to politic yeah. their way oh, into I the conversation. I think that's all it was. Of course, UD fans and us over here were going to take exception to it. But, I mean, he was defending his guy and, and trying to, you know, help you know, push his guy to get the player of the year. It's neck and neck. I mean, you really, it's tough to figure out who's better between the two. Obi's more exciting, in my opinion. Garza's gone up against, yes, tougher competition. That doesn't take anything away from Obi. But they got 11 losses. Well, I mean, again, not trying to, this, this is why I don't like these conversations, because it makes it sound like I'm taking a shot at UD, and I'm not. But you're going up against top 25 competition every night, and uh, that's why I don't like to buy into the 10-11 loss thing and, and, and knock him down for it in that regard. But the, but the thing of it is, no, no sooner had he said that, they then lose. Two, they've lost twice. Did <laughs> he say that though? Then fifteen and fourteen, Purdue came to Iowa and pinned uh, Iowa's ears back. Yes, I know. They. I don't think they've. I think they've lost their next two after he made that comment. But Keith, yeah, but you know, but 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 good is good, and we're talking about two good players. Oh, yeah, like I, that's just like uh, was Randy Moss a, a Heisman Trophy candidate? Who was better than him when he came out? But uh, Obi is. But but but, <laughs> uh, but listen, Obi Obi is clear. You know what I would tell uh, Coach McCaffrey. I would put Garza up against Loud and Love, and I would tell him, "You may not Garza may not even get past Loud and Love, because I think Loud and Love is one of the most underrated players in the country today." And and uh, but but here's the thing about that. Uh, let's go back to the beginning uh, uh, with that holiday tournament in Hawaii. Yep, the Maui okay. Invitational. Dayton, you're right. Dayton punched Georgia in the nose, and I think Georgia was supposed to have been a better team. People thought they were going to be a better team than they turned out to be. Maybe the defeat by Dayton was what caused them to go. You know. well, they, I think that those expectations came from having a, a player in Edwards that is supposed to be, you know, the number one overall NBA draft pick. Right. Which is why I say this is why I get mad when people say, "Well, UD is only relevant because of Ob Toppin." Well, if you look at Edwards at Georgia, that's proof right there that having an NBA talent is not good enough to make you a relevant team because. We know how good Obi is, but it's the weapons around him, and UD has way more weapons around them than Georgia does. Well, that's, Dayton, that's a fact. the Dayton and Dayton fans, UD and Dayton fans were were anxiously awaiting the matchup between Michigan State and Virginia Tech because everybody thought Michigan State would beat Virginia Tech and that we would have a Dayton Michigan State matchup, and and Dayton did its job; they got past Georgia, but Michigan State didn't. And so that's not, I mean, I can't understand how Coach McCaffrey could say. And then uh, how did St. Mary's do against Gonzaga last night? They lost. Um, they did lost, but both the What was the score, Brandon? I don't even know what the final score was. When I went to bed, they were Gonzaga was up double digits. Well, no, no, did St. Mary's ever get in the top 25 at all any time? No, but they won 20-plus games. They're in the 25 NCAA, games. Yeah, and so. and it, 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 I would say if, if one team at the bottom lost, I would say St. Mary's would definitely be a top candidate to move up. So that was one team Dayton did beat, and I would say St. Mary's uh, uh, is an underrated team. So, you know, and, and keep in mind, too, 
You know, a few years ago when Archie Miller was head coach, uh, didn't Dayton beat Iowa at Iowa? Uh, that I don't know. I thought that was on the neutral. For t- I don't think they Maybe played that Iowa. Report, but I know they beat Iowa. Probably. I mean, I'm sure they did. So, so I mean, I don't know what McCaffrey's saying, and, and I don't think there's too many people that would pick Iowa to beat UD. No, nah, I mean, it'll be close. It'll be close. Look, I, that's the thing. We just don't know. But, hey, Mikey, I appreciate it. You guys it have a good afternoon. Again, you congratulations, t- Keith. Thank you, Mikey. Bye-bye. Four five seven nine four six. That's the fun part about this tournament coming up. We just don't know. Um, but, unfortunately, like, we got away from that. Those are the kind of conversations we were having all last week, and then this week, you know, life happens. Reality happens. <laughs> and now we're talking about, you know, empty arenas and students no longer. That's the other thing. Dayton Flyers fans, like the students, they're not allowed on campus the next couple of weeks. So, like, even while the Flyers are out playing, the students don't even get to enjoy themselves on campus. I don't know. I don't like to call it a riot. The last night a party that went wrong, too well, people it, gathering. They aren't uh, in classes, but they don't they t- still they are on campus online. No, they, they? Yeah, they, well, they know they moved spring break up from what I understood, and everyone's off campus for the next couple of weeks. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. I believe that's yeah. Yeah, that's why everyone's so mad because they can't even gather together. So they to can watch move the game. spring break up like that, or is it extended? Extended. It's extended. They, you know, they don't move it up. They just extend it's it. It's extended and, from uh, yeah, now so. until. Well. And it's the wor- It's the best time of year. It's March Madness. I mean, it, you know, if there's no classes, students gonna be a little bit more souped up. You know, they're gonna be yeah. enjoying that. You know, I thought it would be great. You know, and this would defeat the purpose. But I'm like, oh well, just do a huge watch party at UD Arena. But that's the whole purpose. You don't want to pack people in the arena. So that theory was wrong. Well, they probably still have a, a watch party somewhere outside. Yeah, everyone uh, sit in your living room and everyone tune into the same game at the same time. That's the watch party right there. So, man, I hope we get a cure quick. Yes, I, I think hope they get some kind of you know something that would between now and um, the game. That uh, that would come forth, but yeah, it's gonna be tough. It, it really, it, it definitely is. You know, we had college yesterday. People being crazy. Keith saying they would, they would risk getting the coronavirus if it meant going to watch the flight. Oh the no. Four. no! No, no, no! These people no, are nuts, no, no. man. Like, I'm like, those are diehard fans. No, 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 that's insanity. That's insanity. Your health is wealth. Your health is the most important thing you can have. Uh, yeah, yeah. Four five seven nine four six four. Uh, Charlie and Dayton and Steve and Fairborn and there's calls coming in now. We'll get to your calls to t- uh, start the four o'clock hour. Don't go anywhere. How-